Yeah, great start. Okay, well, welcome to Texas Steampunk Connection again, where we will attempt to talk steampunk. I am Flavio, aka <laughs> Damn It Flavio, sometimes Major Damn It Flavio. And with me as always, yourself, boys. <laughs> uh, I'm Tex, um, a staple here, I think. Uh, and and oh, we yeah. have our, our newest member who is, oh, uh, who is. Uh, made his his face known this last season now that we've gone visual yeah it's the third episode it's now official i am jack yeah, yep and uh jack. and we are jack, here to jack who jack who i'm jack be flipping or jack fireball von wolf depending on who you talk to that's the one i'm talking about yes sorry the other internet oh, the other yeah. internet thing kicks in my other personality is like, no, you're on the internet. You gotta speak like this. Gotta be a twelve year old. Uh, multiple personality disorder, yeah, or multiple yeah, character it's, it's, disorder, as I call it. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one's hard. That one's rough. <laughs> All right. Well, so, as usual, every day, every not every day, every broadcast, we like to we we really sit down and we have a little drink together. <laughs> what are you What are you drinking, Jack? I have me some of this Narwhal Imperial Stout. I think, ooh, I think ooh. I drank this the first episode, maybe. No, that was something different. But yeah, this no, you were drinking Jack and Coke or something. Normal yeah. Imperial. I like the stouts. I like the oh, stouts. Here Nevada is good. And it's very it's much good. internet posting, and people have read it would love it because it has an R wall on it. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to have to look. Where'd you get that? Where'd you find that? Um, I found this at um, uh, Specs, actually. Specs over here okay. in that. I'll keep an eye out for it. It's it's in it wasn't in like the rack of refrigerators. It was like off to the side with like the meads and such. So it's in the uh, area where it's like, yeah, they hid it, they hide it. I I found it, I stole it with money. <laughs> nice. What are you drinking, Fax? Um, I uh am drinking uh Carbach, uh our one of mm -hmm. the many local breweries here in Austin. They have a southern wheat. Okay. I assume this is oh, a southern nice. seasonal. I've never seen it before. Um, and I got it with their sort of assortment case. But I think I've seen these uh, on the rack next to it just on their own. It's really nice. It's uh, it's it's your, your typical wheat beer, but it's got a, a very light citrus note to it. Um, it's, like, it's like a Hefeweizen? Um. Is it like a Hefeweizen? It's 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 a it's a a stronger flavor than a Hefeweizen. Uh, it, it's a wheat beer, hmm. uh, a little bit malty. Um, it looks not clear. Uh, it is it is not entirely clear. That's it actually good. So I like that. Okay, looks looks good. Actually, sounds good. Well, mine hits you like a ton of bricks. I <laughs> yeah, it's imperial, so yeah. It tastes like someone yeah, set a whiskey barrel down your throat. <laughs> Speaking of which, I am I am drinking French Quarter Tempris Imperial Milk Stout. Oh, Is that backwards. Oh. <laughs> a couple of luxes. It's from the seductions, the seduction series. It says <laughs> from Lakewood Brewery. I have no that idea what Lakewood Brewing is. Lakewood. It does. Up, it does kick you. I picked it up at my H E B right over on the corner here. Oh, I'll have to go look at oh. that. It's nice and dark. It's nice and dark the way I like it. 
And um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good one. I can taste it. I can definitely taste the imperial part of it. <laughs> but there's it, a could be a bad imperial stout. Out. It's not. It's but I'm liking it. I'm really liking it. Ooh, okay. I think that's enough of our drunk talk. Okay. <laughs> that that'll come along later in the day as well. I'm sure. <laughs> that's right. So. After the last broadcast, I, I I gave our I gave everybody a homework, including myself, and our home and and the, and the assignment was to find at least one new steampunk thing to introduce to the conversation, and we all did. We did all did our homework. That's awesome. So who wants to go first? Uh, what did you? I, I guess I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. What the hell? Being so uh, before I guess you go, I'm host. I, we're all kind of hosts. Welcome, oh. Before you go, I want to welcome uh, Rita Menzi Allen oh. to the live stream. Hey, she yes, says Lakewood. Hello, Lakewood yes, of Dallas. Um, so yes, I believe she left us a message last on our last podcast. She typed a message to us and I said she enjoyed the show. <laughs> and I said thank you. Wow, well, thanks for coming back. Um, yes. Hopefully, we won't run you off again. <laughs> okay. Again? Okay, I like to do the shout outs. So, oh, shout outs are good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, keep an eye out. I, I, I missed that completely that someone joined us. So apparently we have three people watching us. I can't tell who though. So say hi to say hi to us as, uh, so we let, so we know who you are. Yes, post the um, comments, but where was I? <laughs> oh, I'm getting an echo. Okay, sorry. Yep, I'm definitely getting an echo. So anyway, our assignments. I did an assignment. I found an anime, a steampunk anime on Netflix, and it's called Livius. L-E-V-I-U-S. Livius. That is the name. That is the name. That is. What is that? <laughs> I'm getting feedback. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. Um, that is the name of the main character, Livius. And the story, it's, uh, it's only 10 episodes. Is it only 10 episodes? Yes, no, it's 12 episodes. Sorry, my bad. It's 12 episodes. And they're only like 30, 30 minutes long, 30, 40, 45 minutes long. They're not, they're not an entire hour long. And it is centered around steampunk boxing. So if you like if you like anime, if you like uh, boxing, if you like steampunk, it's got it all. Usually, yes. Um, there's going to be some spoilers. It starts off with it starts off as a young boy who gets in there, there's a war going on. He gets he gets injured, he loses an arm. And he goes to his uncle's, and then he discovers boxing. And the steampunk boxing part is they all get basically turned into cyborgs. He has an artificial arm that is steam powered, <laughs> but it's first magic steam. steam. They have some kind of yeah, first first rule of steampunk. There's some kind of um, they have some kind of like magic water or steam, some kind of special water that powers it up or use for the steam for the for the pressure. Heavy, but he water. only has one arm. Heavy water, something like that. They described something like that. But, and it was first of all the the anime was beautiful. It was well drawn. The animation was great. It was it was clean. Um, the the boxing matches you can you can actually tell you can see what's happening during the fight. It wasn't like a blur or anything. It was well done. Um, and it, it, was, it was I think I thought it was really good. There were several boxing matches. You know the boys he has a a goal to get to at the end of the you know he has to fight a certain amount of people and win and blah blah blah. And of course, the last fight is everything, you know, all or nothing kind of thing. All the other boxers have both arms replaced by by cybernetic parts, and they keep telling them, "You need, you need, you need, 
You need to replace your new arm. You need to replace your real arm. You need to, they just want to replace. They're going to get you wearing this temple arm. That would be cool. I like that it was it was well regulated though, because like they have to pass a pressure test in their arms. You know, like how much pressure their arm. You know, it was regulated how much pressure is supposed to. They had to hold. They had to pressure press it three times throughout the day before the fight, in order to in order to, to be um, able to fight the match. Like I said, it was really well done. Ten, 12 episodes. A couple of the episodes. Most of the episodes was boxing, except for like every once in a while they throw in like a. a actual storyline which is good too <laughs> you know and you know there of course there's a villain in the piece and all that kind of stuff and I, th I really enjoyed it it was really good fighting and like i said if you like if you like the rocky if you like watching rocky box in the movies or creed you know, you know as, as boxing movies like that it was very similar to watching those kind of fights you know join but us with cyber, cyber rocky style <laughs> hey nicole joined us hey guys hey nicole Uh, are you you're, you're, you don't have a warrant out for any of us do you i mean <laughs> I, she has a permanent wanted poster of me so <laughs> feel wanted. what's the real hey what, what, what's the reward for him i don't know where he is <laughs> i think it was five thousand coal credits or fifty thousand coal credits or something ridiculous <laughs> the bottom fell out of the coal market nobody cares yeah yeah the coal market's completely gone now <laughs> we're, we're in ethereum bitcoin now Oh no, I missed that. I missed that. So to our listeners, if you're not familiar with anime deeply or or manga coming out of Japan, there's a whole like portion of especially manga for sports. They have like oh, yeah. baseball comics where they or, or boxing or a, a lot of stuff. Like like exactly what you're describing here. The the, the focus is on playing the sport the sport only in anime yeah. <laughs> which i think yeah. is, is really yeah, so it really, it's like there's some like there's some animes that i've watched that are you can tell oh that's very anime they had the same tropes like you know the big eyes or the surprise looks or whatever this wasn't any, this didn't have any of that really except maybe one time i think i saw that <laughs> but it was it didn't have a whole lot of the the actual anime tropes that i'm used to seeing in anime um so that, i thought it was different enough and so i liked it is there a is there a small female character with a high voice who's kind of ditzy and follows the main character around? Um, she wasn't really ditzy, but really she, annoying. Yeah, she wasn't ditzy. She was. She was the. She wanted. She was a boxer as well, and she was going to. It's like if if anyone's going to beat him, it's going to be me. So I'm going to help train you to beat the other people, and then then you'll be ready to fight me. Kind of. You know, she had the she had the overconfidence edge or disad. You know, like. <laughs> All right. Kind of thing. <laughs> but it, and it was it was cute, and Sounds she wasn't cute. really all that annoying, you know. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. And what was um, the Livius, name of it again? L e v i Livius L e v i u s. And that's the name of the and main character. Really, that's the name of the main character. And, it's and on Netflix. I don't know if I can share okay. on Netflix. Maybe I can. Sh I'm going to try the share screen thing. So let's see what happens. Uh -oh. <laughs> How does that work? for impact yeah uh when i tried to do it last wow, time i had to hit the share button and then jump over to the screen i wanted to show good because i'm gonna have to use that okay. button did it go up there it's working there can you see it okay, now go to the screen okay. you want. yeah livius livius netflix do you see that yeah 
Cool. Okay. Like I said, I thought the, I thought the art was really awesome. Um, the the you know the actual artwork was really well done. It's pretty. Only five hundred pulse credit. That's right. I remember, I remember picking on him for being a cheapskate <laughs> about putting your board so low. Five hundred cold credits. So you got to work on that then, if you want to up that up that bounty. No, I think at this point I've I've broken the bank as many times as he's picked me up. <laughs> now we're now we're now, so, now yes, he's that was out for you know with 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 Nicole. But yeah, sorry about that. I've got to <laughs> so it's just a, it's just a every every just a once a year thing. Just bring them bring you in once a year for whatever. <laughs> Just keep tacking on a zero at the end of it, with like, like you know, some sort of like steampunk uh, note, uh, one note. Uh, <laughs> these things, sticky notes. I can tell you that the, this podcast needs some uh, needs some um, backing. So if I turn them in, in in November, can I can I get that add a zero on there and just? <laughs> well, we have to be doing a podcast when it happens. That's the key. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can we can arrange that. Sure we can. We just we can. Yeah, either live or not live, depending. <sighs> so I don't, I don't, I don't know who's listening, who who's ever been to Steampunk November up in um, my mind always goes blank on where it is. It's not Wakahachi. Yes, it's Texas. Um, where? Um, Venus. It's like right next to Venus if it's not in Venus. Um, um, um. The name of the dam in Austin is the same name as the town. Um, Arlington. Mansfield, Mansfield, yes, Mansfield, perfect, Nancy Nicole, yes. There's a, there's a once a year steampunk gathering called Steampunk November, but it, right now it's a kind of in the year when that's happening this year. They don't know the problem. Maybe you maybe not. They're waiting to see. Like Nicole to put people you don't like or do like in a cage for so many minutes. It's fantastic. Right. I think it's. So they have to fight yeah, she charged for a minute or something like that. Stars. <laughs> Highly recommend. If we get a bigger cage, well. they can do their. <laughs> is it like two men enter one man leaves i hear that's popular oh <laughs> <laughs> well rita yeah rita's heard about it rita has been there in 2019 so that's just last year and last year is the one year i missed actually too so, yeah, sorry about that <laughs> oh so that was my that's that's what i found this um for my new steampunk uh offering livius if you like boxing, if you like anime, this is a good one. <laughs> Sweet, you know. Well, who wants to go next? Do you want to? Do you want to go next, Bax, or shall I? I can go next. Sure. Uh, okay. We're already on Netflix. We're talking about anime, and uh, in my panic to find something new and steampunk, uh, <laughs> that's where I turned to <laughs> as well. Um, Facebook or Netflix is funny. It just decides to show you new things that are coming out or things that you think you'd it thinks you'd like and it, it it's surprisingly good at it uh i discovered a, a show called drifting dragons which does not sound like it should be I found that one too huh um but uh but but i was i was keenly surprised uh let me uh, read the short description it's time to see what dragon tastes like the crew of the airship Queen Zaza makes their living hunting dragons. Succeed, and the reward is riches and all the meats they can eat. The show doesn't sound steampunk. But uh, big meat loggers on there. But if you uh, if you just you know bear with it for 
10 minutes into the show, which what, what I found is um, it's it's a it's about Victorian whaling ships. I mean, that's the story. Oh, OK, Victorian whalers, except except they're in airships in the sky and the whales are. They call them dragons, but they're just these weird, creepy animals. <laughs> They're, they're sort of tentacled alien giant jawed things. I'm intrigued and, and scared. Uh, what what the dragon is isn't really relevant. They might as well be whales. It's um, like sky Pokemon. But uh, you, you get to watch them. In the first episode, you see them hunt and, and kill and then butcher the animal butcher. and render its... its uh, its bodily organs and fats and sell them to the local uh, town. Just huh. like a whaling ship, just like in uh, um, Moby Dick. Now in in, uh, in in true Victorian whaling ships, they would do all of that butchering right there on the ship. Yeah. But uh, being as they're an airship, they, they take it to to the ground and do all the work, most of the work there. But, that makes uh, sense. It's like anchoring. But but for those small uh, changes in details, it's a very Victorian uh, and steampunk show. I was really <laughs> surprised. Um, it, it's got a lot of action uh, because they're they're fighting this tentacle monster thing in their in their airships, and there's guns and there's swords and uh, harpoons and. Um, and uh, wild characters who are in it for the glory and and eating, <laughs> eating this 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 uh, whale, <laughs> um, and and it seems like a fairly fairly normal anime style show, except that sometimes and we were just talking about how uh, there are certain kinds of anime that are strictly about sports. There are other mm -hmm. animes that really uh highlight and focus on cooking it's like a cooking show but anime <laughs> and so you'll be going through okay cooking uh, dragons and you'll be having a normal plot line and suddenly they're showing you this recipe and how to prepare the dragon <laughs> and <That's>... the different <laughs> that go into it and the sauteing and how to cut the meat to get this this dish and they'll take like that's Five or six minutes just to show you this thing. That's funny. That's, wow. that's, that's, that's hilarious. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> make dragon soup. And that 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 was really weird. <laughs> I mean, uh, it could, it, I like the in depth of the world already. It sounds like that there's a lot of thought behind it. Whether their time put on screen or not was worth the effort of you know doing the whole recipe but the fact it does exist and it seems to be kind of like threaded through the show is kind of fun it is fun uh it, it sort of breaks it up and and throws you off a little bit um the uh the plot line is not very deep um you can kind of leave it and come back to it later and not feel like you know you're really drawn forward you have to binge it but there's only 12 episodes, okay. so I binged it. <laughs> oh, good. Um, 
and uh, it was for for the for the short twelve episode season. I it was a lot of fun. Uh, you get to really sort of get into a number of the characters on board the ship. Um, they they develop their interactions with the the uh, the cities that they come across, and apparently they are uh, they're they're not welcomed in the cities. They'll buy their oh. their their whale stuff, but then they want them to leave, and they don't want to have anything to do with them. Oh, um, wow! And just sort of, you know, they've got sort of that that cultural twist um, that that makes the world seem much more real and well rounded. I mean, no I don't know why, staying, but no one likes uh, he's staying. Uh, they don't explain exactly why um, city folk don't like the the whalers, but that it's just you know part of the world you're stepping into. Okay, yeah, I remember I watched two episodes of that, the first two episodes, and I don't know, I found it what I call very anime because it had the especially that one guy who all he cared about was the, the next meal, you know, and he cooked it. You know, <laughs> that one guy who all yeah. he cared about was eating. It just it was just seemed I don't know. <laughs> it just yeah, seemed, that, I don't know, I, I, and I, don't, I wasn't too sure about the whaling part of it, you know. It, it's a very, uh, it felt very uh, Japanese in its, in its view of hunting and killing these massive animals. Um, if you aren't aware, Japan still has uh, whalers, whaling ships that go out mm -hmm. and kill whales. They don't need whales. They don't need to kill them anymore. But it is considered a tradition, um, and and they they say that it's for science, and that's how they get away with it under international law. But uh, huh. it's 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 a, a a tradition in Japan uh, that that they're still hunting whales, uh, which is kind of I mean from a Western perspective, it's kind of unsavory <laughs> it's kind of looked down upon yeah. um, but i thought it was interesting that uh watching the show i'm it's bringing up those thoughts about how we view whaling whale hunting well yeah. hunting versus the people who are making this show and presumably are in japan mostly yeah um and are they trying to romanticize it more, or are they trying to like trying to put put a narrative in of their their own? I think I think they're just uh, expressing to some degree the narrative of the culture that they're familiar with, but it's not a culture that we're familiar okay. with, and so that makes it sort of uh, interesting, particularly for us. Um, I'll, I'll definitely, and, I'll definitely finish watching the rest. Of very it. well in the Victorian I, I, sentiment as well. Okay. So yeah, that finish watching the rest of it. Jeez, you hit this, you hit us with this big philosophical one all of a sudden, and I'm like, here, I'm going to show you this ditzy little game I found. <laughs> Actually, no, this is going to get rough. This, 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 here we are. We're, we're, we're going from whaling to to like you know. Something actually fairly fairly scary in a lot of ways. This is a, but I'll, I'll let you finish. I don't know if you're finished or not. I, I just uh, want to say that 
that came very unexpected to me. I thought this this show was going to be fairly, you know, fluffy and uh, not have a lot of depth. And it sort of doesn't feel like it does. But then you start thinking about it and you're like, oh, this is kind of. There's more here than than I than I first expected. So that's that's definitely why I I can I can recommend Drifting Dragons on Netflix. Drifting Dragons. Drifting Dragons. Yeah, oh. I think I. Yeah, we'll be sure to post the link or mention it on our on our Facebook page and put a, maybe a link to the Netflix or whatever. Like I like like I showed Livius, you can show the Drifting Dragons. That's also where was it? Is it on Netflix as well? Is that what you said? Yeah, that was also on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Very smoky. What does a dragon taste like? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea what a dragon like. Well, apparently, according to Rita, it's very smoky. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I get the joke. I get the joke. I could try to joke, but I can't figure out a good joke about eating dragons. Just the whole, well, the you whole know, thought. Because you know, you know, nostrils smoke. Oh, fire. Yeah, smoke. You know. There's always fire, so you know. <laughs> Oh, I get, I get that. There's just, there's, there's another joke here. I can't pull out. Uh, Have a drink. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, yeah. Loosen up the brain a little bit more. <laughs> okay. What did you bring? What's your, what's your find? Well, I've been watching this Jack. game for about, oh, I think like two years in its development, and it's, it's, it's out now, or you can buy it. And I'm trying to see if it's actually like done or if it's like in beta. And uh, looks like it looks like it will be okay. It's available as of now, plus a DLC, so it's open. Um, let me see if I can share my screen here. Uh, share screen. That one. Okay, I'll add it okay. to the stream. So here's here's it's called Frostpunk, and it's a. Frostpunk is a first society survival game. As the ruler of the last city on Earth, it is your duty to manage both its citizens and its infrastructure. What decisions will you make to ensure your society's survival? What will you do when pushed to the breaking point? Who will you become in the process? And so essentially what it is is that you're in this crater on top of the Earth, I guess, and you're in like a volcano, and you're basically pumping steam and heat out of the ground and then you have to build your society up around it. And so you have and you have these elevators on the side which you can send out like raiding parties or like adventure parties to go see if they can go find other things, but you're but people can die on those. So it's it's all about balancing a balancing act for building up your uh building up to something much larger like the city size. And you get to okay. make some okay. really interesting ethical decisions on uh some like it, it, things will pop up trying to see if I could find one of them. One of them was, oh yeah, like martial law or what happens if some of your population it breaks the law, how do you deal with it? And um, so this game gets dark real fast because do you keep them around, but then all of a sudden they, they take food and if they're not contributing and uh, what if they, what if you, do you like cannibalize them at this point or how would you deal with it? I'm assuming that's oh, going to be a good no, like I used to play a game. I still play a game called RimWorld, and it's very much the same exact. That's actually another one I would like to talk about one day, but it's not exactly steampunk per se. But it, it fits that serenity of I'm on it. I'm on an outworld somewhere that's stuck in like the 1800s. With that's the kind of technology we were dropped off with. But 
this one to me really kind of caught that whole steampunk vibe of kind of what you're willing to do to push forward with technology and survive at the benefit or loss of your population. So a lot of like weighing wow, your okay. choices and uh, like, let's see here, deciding the fate of troubled citizens and meeting the demands of a newborn faction, but be aware that the sum of your doings can lead to unexpected results. Your people put your, their, put their faith in you, but their devotion is not limitless. Leadership is a burden. And so there are airships in nice. the game and uh, you know, you get to explore the frost land out around and apparently they have an endless mode now that they've added, but it looked beautiful by the pictures I've seen and I've been watching its development. I've been waiting for it to come out and apparently it is now $30 and some change. If you wanted to get the think like their some of their digital artwork and all their other stuff that they put out, like their soundtrack apparently is pretty good, but uh, it, and this is available where on Steam? On, on Steam for sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's which is it, it, that's a gaming platform, right? Um, Steam it, is Steam for is... like computers. It's it's where you can go hmm. buy computer games and download them for your computer. So yeah, because I was like, cause like right now, like my laptop doesn't have like a CD player. Yeah. Or you know, so you know, you used to buy video games that come in a CD. You know, I <laughs> said you I can't do that here. So Steam would be the answer to go to there and buy it With there. My new computer. <laughs> I have a DVD player from actually, yeah, I have a DVD ROM burner from like three <laughs> computers ago. It's never been touched on this one. Like this, this new iteration, wow, like a couple yeah. years old. I it just, I installed windows with a USB drive. I mean, I have <laughs> everything else I had on portable hard drives. I just plugged in and unloaded everything. And then I downloaded everything else I needed. It's just done. So nice. If I wanted to watch a movie. I would have to use that, but most of the time, Oh, look, it's on Netflix. I'm just going to be lazy and not grab it off the shelf. Right. And so, yeah, it's like, and, and $30 seems like a really good price because, you know, I hear a new games coming out. They're like 70, 80 bucks. You know, their games yeah. are expensive, you know, but $30 console sounds really games, reasonable. I think. Yeah. Big AAA titles for console games are expensive. And this is made by uh, 11 bit studios, which is actually fairly small, but. I, I wish I knew a little more information about them themselves. I know like two or three of their devs because I'm on their Discord channel. I talk to them, you know, asking questions and actually try to get some more information for this, but they didn't get back into me and get back to me in time. But uh, it's their first game. So if I tell you, it's, it's this is basically a, a studio of people probably sitting in a garage. Well, I doubt sitting in a garage. They're probably like three people around the world doing it. <laughs> but uh, that was my... Your description reminds me of like uh, colonists on on uh, Roanoke. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they just come over, uh, dropped in the uh, on the East Coast. There's nothing but wilderness around them, and winter is coming. <laughs> winter is coming. <laughs> and, we obviously uh, know nothing. I, I believe those. <laughs> I believe that colony was. Uh, everyone died and disappeared if that's if i'm not mistaken but i think i heard that i heard roanoke yeah, yeah. roanoke yeah. island yeah that sounds familiar but yeah yeah um colonials coming over to the new world knowing nothing and you know if you want to eat you will have to work was was uh yeah a rule for some groups that yep. wanted to survive it's it sounds a lot like that 
and it feels like that too uh from what i've from what i've gathered from gameplay videos and uh i just love the fact that you have to sit there to make these hard decisions so yeah yeah but so you start off with pretty much nothing but the the volcano vent yeah i think so and like Five or six dudes. You don't automatically start off with airships or whatever. Yeah. You just, you know, you have to houses. I've been to that too. So you have to balance research with your gathering and everything else going on. And there's like um, random events that can okay. happen. And so you also so have it's to a, essentially a re- essentially a resource game, game kind of thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a balancing resource game. But I really liked its premise because I haven't seen anyone. Yeah. I haven't seen many many like that when it comes to that style. Especially like, let's just take it. It's the last planet on the. Oh, it's the last city on the planet. We're gonna build ourselves into a volcano because everything's just frozen over. We've gone through another Earth uh, snowball Earth event, and uh, survive, and then have to deal with human problems. Kind of like how Battle the new version of Battlestar Galactica had to go through. Like, oh, we're having a war. We're all dying. We're running away from the robots. Oh, but we have to deal with all these human issues now, because we're overworking the people who are doing the mining for the for the the jump drives and they're like we've had 14 hour days for three months what we're done we're, we're on strike now and uh, so you have to like I'm, I'm assuming that game feels a lot that way you can't push it too far in any direction that sounds challenging that definitely sounds interesting oh <sighs> we've lost her wait are we gonna so you were on. You said you're on the Discord uh, group with them, yeah. Uh, and you have been talked with them. So, and the game isn't out. So oh, it's out now. You can, you can now download. It's out as of this month, apparently, or as of summer. Okay, so you you do have some experience playing the game. No, I don't no. own it yet. So you you've just been gathering all this by talking to the developers. Yeah, and, and I've been I've been reading their notes for months. They're building this. That's yeah. interesting. I think that's so, really interesting. I like a lot of the new ways that games are coming along. There, There's kind of a weird... I guess it's good and bad, because a developer has an idea. All right, I want my game to act this way. This is what I want it to do. And then he starts saying, oh, here's my dev- developer blogs. Here's I'm going to talk to my people and see what, you know, what players want. And then sometimes players are like, well, no, that's stupid. You need to do it this way, this way, this way. And so it will sometimes change the game depending on how if if the developer really listens to their their people and sometimes the people don't know what they're talking about the, you know, it's, it's a terrible idea oh, i'm sure i'm sure yeah i was like make it all one nine thousand power you know, but uh it's if you get a good community oh hi you're back Hey, I'm surprised that you guys are still on because I was—I I, I thought I was the host, and you guys stayed on. That's awesome. So apparently, <laughs> so apparently, Steamyard or Streamyard over here somewhere, everywhere, is uh, has its plan for that. So yeah, that's awesome because I I just I, I just lost internet on this side because completely dropped everything. Well, you're a lot so. clearer all of a sudden too, so maybe it was a better thing. Well, I guess so. But that—that's awesome that you guys managed to stay on. That's I like that. So go continue with what you were saying. So we were talking about um, just kind of like development of games these days and how like small groups of developers will talk to the communities in which they build as they're building the game for ideas or tweaks or especially like a beta testing group that works heavily with you uh, to kind of test the game as you change it. 
And so I'll, I've been playing a game for like four years now. It's technically not out yet, but I've been playing the beta for it for okay. like, and so, and I, you know, it's called Star Made. It's like um, space Legos with Minecraft and uh, you build your own spaceships. And so it's gone through so many changes and now it's kind of like, how to put it, it's kind of gotten old, but every time they release a new big update, it's new again. And so a whole bunch of people will flock back to it. But that's kind of where games have gotten to, where they're just kind of these things where instead of having like a release date, they're just constantly being changed as they go. And so you get these developers that are like, well, I'm just going to call it because it's not working. And I'm sorry, I'm taking your money and uh, goodbye. Or you have these people who, oh, wow. yeah, that's actually, that's one reason I really don't like pre-ordering anything anymore these days because I have actually narrowly gotten away with the ones I did invest in early were the ones that turned out to be great games. Uh, however, there's been hundreds of them that have been very terrible. And I feel very bad for the people who decided to invest in those. And that's one reason even with like EA coming out with, uh, I haven't pre-ordered a game since, let's see, six, seven years ago. And um, I actually did pre-order the new Star Wars one that EA is kicking out. That's a TIE Fighter X-Wing game. But other than I, that- I saw that advertised. Yeah because i used to play tie fighter that was my first game i bought ever it was on dos so i'm like no i'm, I'm <laughs> wow. just i'm buying it anyway so yeah i was like six like for i worked six months to get to get the money up you know dumping trash and mowing lawn well helping mow the lawn <laughs> make the money up for that one and uh but yeah so as gaming goes there's a couple more that are steam-ish there's one i really like the idea of i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head um, it is 1920s World War One, but the tanks are almost okay. more mecha, and so it's like walking tanks, and it, it looks really cool. And it has that steampunk vibe to it, but it's obviously imperialistic World War One warfare, and it's a strategy so game. Leaning more toward leading, leading more toward diesel punk, maybe. Yeah, yeah, really, it is, and it okay. It has a good feeling to it. I like it. I'll probably talk about that one next time. I think I read a novel <laughs> okay. in that sort of genre. Um, but I, it's over on my bookshelf. I don't remember what. But we, <laughs> no reviewed it. we reviewed it like two seasons ago. I, I don't remember anymore. But <laughs> oh, it's, it's, like, it's a fun sort of genre to get your teeth into. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like one reason World War II, World War II is so popular in the writing and world building is that we have so much technology that's that was up and coming at that point that didn't that it wasn't perfected by no means. We, I mean, we had homing rockets that were propelled by that were controlled by pigeons, and so we we trained <laughs> pigeons to yeah. literally peck at a screen to get food out of a dispenser if there was a shape of a ship, and literally in a rocket with three pigeons in it. And if they saw an image of a ship, they'd peck at the ship, and it would change the sh- it would change the direction that the rocket went, and it would dispense food. We never oh, actually deployed any of these, but it was it okay. was tested so and like, accurate. Like suicidal pigeons, you know? suicidal <laughs> pigeons, unknowingly suicidal. But Bobby, um, do you know any pigeons? They're stupid as hell. Um, 
I believe I remember there was one time oh, I was I was walking I was in downtown I was in downtown San Antonio just walking down the street and I swear to God a pigeon just fell out of the sky and dropped dead right in front of me. I'm assuming it's because it banged into the building next to me and it just fell. But it's just one of those things. It's like a whole bunch of, it's easy to romanticize and take some of like the early technology that didn't work to its furthest, you know, furthest point and use it in a steampunk way. Like I was sitting around with my father-in-law who is a, what's the right word for it. He plays it wanting to be a physics, physics professor, essentially. He, his favorite thing to do is build solar systems that would be accurate as much as he can. And we were sitting around going, um, so how would you have radar on an airship? And it's like, oh, that's easy. Um, you run a, run a cable around the outside of it and you have electricity going through it. And it has like this whole like deal of like electromagnetic resonance. And it's like, it's not horribly accurate, but you can get it out for a couple of miles and you would have a resonance and you would have basically receptors on every point around the ship you would want to have like a light come on. So like, we have a magnetic resonance. So you'd have a general idea where a ship was around you in the clouds or whatever in an airship. I'm just like, wait, that exists? He's like, yeah, we used it. We tried to use it for submarines. And uh, yeah, he's like, you can't make it too powerful because you have the electromagnetic field of the planet to consider, but it does work. So I'm sitting here going, well, hot damn. Okay. (laughs) So just just those random questions that pop up. I'm going to change the subject real quick. Um, Nicole mentioned that she's looking to get get a Polaroid to take pictures for the jail. Um, I backed the Polaroid on um, Kickstarter. I'm going to show you a picture of it, and I don't know if I I, I don't know when I'm going to receive it. I'm hoping to get it soon, but it looks like you can also buy them right off the bat. Um, let me get a share share screen. Man, I'm I'm getting bad at this. Do I need to kill my stop? I'm going to stop screening. That might help. There. Yeah, kill yours. Yeah, let me try again. But it's it looks really cool. Um, share. All right, here it is. You see that? Ooh. Whoa! That's a Polaroid. That's, I'm intrigued. That, that's going to be a Polaroid. <laughs> um, by Jolly Luck. Jolly Look. Um, they updated. They're preparing for mass production, so I should be getting it soon. Um, yeah, it it looked really nice. It's pretty. It came in two different colors. There's brown, and I think the other one was black. But I took the brown one because it looked so more, Nicole, it looked more steampunk. You might be able to rent it from him for you know a, a, a you marginal go. fee. <laughs> <laughs> so are they going to be like doing so, the, the, the film as well, or is that still made by Polaroid? The film, um, there is somewhere in all this description. It's there is a Polaroid film that's on the market that it take that it uses. Okay. Um, so it's hopefully it should still be a, that, that Polaroid film will still be available, and it fits in the back end. It works really. I have I don't know how well it works. Hopefully I don't know when I'm going to receive it, but when I receive it, I'm going to have some fun with it, playing with it, if I can find the film <laughs> to plug in there. Fantastic! I look I look forward to seeing that too because that'd be a cool thing to show. Yeah, I bought it. I bought I I, I specifically told myself I'm taking this to Steampunk November if I can get it in time for Steampunk November. <laughs> Because um, I do like taking pictures. Um, I, so I have a nice camera, but I haven't used it in forever. So. Taking pictures of Thax on his bike. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have the Steampunk bike. <laughs> you, should, you, you should bring that Steampunk November. People can pose with it. Yep. Well, I don't know. Do you want that to happen? 
Uh, the reason they didn't bring the cars back is because apparently the cars got damaged. Oh, oh no. those cars! Well, people were jumping all over those cars. I'm not surprised, but I didn't see anything happen physically. At least we got permission to jump off of it when we were doing it. I mean, we did, you know. So I, I vaguely remember someone jumping off a car. Yes. <laughs> I, have, I have I have pictures of that happening. Somewhere. <laughs> so there's proof. Uh oh, yeah, there's proof. That's kind of. Awesome. It's kind of sad that someone damaged the cars. That's um, people behave yourselves, man. Yes. Be nice. Don't mind your gauges. Because it's there. You mind your gauges. Know your onions. All that bun. Oh, Baklao. So I did a look, uh, <laughs> a little Google search for uh, Jolly Look cameras, and I'm a little mm -hmm. disappointed to hear you haven't got yours yet, because they have them listed on Walmart's website. Oh man, what? Okay, I'm gonna have to start talking to these people, find, figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Find the email. I could buy one from eBay with free shipping. What? Okay, so you also gotta watch out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely have to figure out what's going on. Why I haven't sent mine? Where's your toy, man? <laughs> yeah, it yeah, looks where's really my toy? cool. We need you to get it your does. Polaroid camera. So we can <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> anyway, yeah, now I'm concerned. Now, now, now you just gave me something to worry about tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna sleep. I don't need to sleep. I, I don't, it's not like I have a, anywhere to go right now, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, <laughs> oh wow, pain. we're drifting off the subject. Steampunk, we're here to talk about steampunk. So, um, video game. There is um, I have a follow up on. There was a comic book I, I the first I think it was the first episode where I talked about the was it Red Rooster and Bass Reeves comic books. Uh -huh. They were they're they're only available at Walmart. Um, and in the back of each comic book it says next issue number two, available July seventh. Well, so far I have not been able to find them. They're not even on the website yet. So either something got delayed. I don't know what's going on there. But I don't know what's you know, where, where's where's my where's my second issue, people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so well, I'm with everything going well. on, I I could certainly see why things might be delayed uh, in the comic book publishing world. I don't know, but you know, it's very possible. yeah. Well, the the main the big two the big two Marvel and DC they have slowly started rolling out their series again, and they even had a they had a skip week a couple weeks back where there wasn't a single Marvel or DC comic that came out that week. Um, but there was an image in some independence out, but yeah, they're, they're, they haven't even got their whole, they haven't even got their full series, all their series out. They're not even rolling out yet. There's, it's a slow rollout of, of their, of going back to what they used to republish, you know, of all their titles, Yeah. Um, which is yeah. actually good, good for the wallet actually, because there's few, fewer titles coming out. <laughs> you have a problem, Flavio. But there's been, but. But yes, I've been yes, I do. Have an intervention. Go to his house and like just get a burn barrel. But I already, I, <laughs> I already no, don't you dare. <laughs> I already acknowledge I have a problem, but you know I don't care. I like it. So hey, we all have hobbies. Um, Some of us have hobbies that take up a lot more space than others. I get this. But I'm actually, I'm actually really surprised at how many steampunk or steampunk closely related comics that are coming out recently, and I'll be bringing some up. I think I brought up one of them. It was um. I brought up a few already, but I will. I, I I've been posting them on our, um, our 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 Facebook page, you know, 
like I'm reading this, I'm reading this, and there's like you know, there's, there's whispering, there's a dragon whisperer, there's adventure man, which is more diesel punk, but still pretty cool. Um, there's there's been several that are that are actually I'm really surprised at how many closely related to steampunk comics that are coming out recently. There's you ever you know the the web the web series not not the web series the podcast lore you ever heard of lore there's also yeah. Amazon, there's also an Amazon Prime show called Lore mm-hmm. that that man wrote a comic called well, called Wellington and it's about the Duke of Wellington he's a monster hunter <laughs> back hmm. in the, or hunter back in the day you know so I do not know of this so that's 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 a pretty good one yeah it's a pretty good one as well I'll put I'll post a link to that I think only three 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 issues have been out recently. So it's not it's not even completed yet. It's, it's that's out. Um, yeah, there's actually a lot of comics out nowadays. That's my specialty is comic books. By the way, you know, <laughs> so comic books. I guess, uh, Jackson, Jackson. Turns and, out Wellington is the capital of New Zealand. <laughs> really? That's not what I was looking for. I did not know that. Nope, that's I... not his. The Duke of Wellington is in England somewhere. The Duke of Wellington. Um, Duke Wellington. That, that's yeah. something that's hitting a. That, that's a. That's another thing. Uh, that's not steampunk, but it, I think it goes to another TV show somewhere. Duke Wellington, another character. Anyway, moving on. I've also, I've also, I've also found a lot, a lot of, um, well, shows on Netflix. Like I think I saw. I haven't watched it yet, so I have no idea how good. It's probably not very good at all. But it's called Tesla and the End of the World, or something like that. Like Nicholas Tesla and the End of the World. <laughs> it's on. It's on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my to watch list. Uh, maybe I'll bring that up next time. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell us how that is. That's how um, it's not on the. You can find it on Amazon. I think it Amazon. Was real, I'm sorry, my bad. It's on Amazon. It's like a real short, like six minute episode thing. And oh, like, well, that should be too difficult to watch then. But it's hmm. like five episodes, so six times five, thirty minutes for the whole thing. Um, easy enough, easy enough, but still, you know, Tesla, I like you know, Nicholas Tesla. He's, he's closely related to steampunk, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but understand it is a I must say, very low budget fun. Film. Oh yeah, I agree. I'm saying, like I said, but like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. So, so everyone else doesn't have to, I'll tell them it's bad. It's good. You know, if it's bad, don't watch it. If it's good, give it a try. Like, like the, like the, like the, like the two animes we, we recommended today. Yeah. You know, like the animes that we that were that we talked. I I I highly recommend Livius, and it sounds like you really like the the Drifting Dragons. You know, some you know. I know we have anime fans. You know, and if you're listening to us, you're probably a steampunk fan. So I mean, you know, Steam give them a Boy chance. Already, yeah, if yeah. If you're steampunk, you even watch Steam Boy. Um, Definitely, God, Steam God, may, the, may the gods forgive you, and you should watch it immediately. <laughs> and uh, right, my, and we my, had a Steam Boy viewing in um, Colleen. Right? Was it clean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With like with the Central Steampunk group? Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. I'll um, admit what got me into looking at not just steampunk, because I was already kind of steampunk at the time, but it was it was I watched uh The Last Exile, which was I think one of the best animes oh, yeah. I've ever seen. I love that one. And that one feels kind of like that World War One technology, kind of almost like almost world war ii but we never left we instead of going petrol we just like took steam to its ridiculous heights but uh that one is like really got me on the whole like flying battleships and such uh, 
don't really? think I've seen that one. I'll have to look at where's, oh, where's that one. Really? Like um, I don't know. I watched it on what was it? <sighs> I'm looking it up it right now. On, yeah, it was on. It was on when I watched it. It was on some. I think like the Sci-Fi Channel one day, and I just hit threw in a VHS tape and recorded it. So it tells you how old it was. Nice. The early 2000s. Yeah, I don't have a. I don't have a VHS. I don't have a. I don't have a player I, for that. I don't either. <laughs> they stopped manufacturing them. They're limited now, so you can't get all your family videos off the off of the VHS and get them digital. Well, I found it on. I found it on Funimation website. I don't know. That probably be good enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll definitely figure it out. But there's, yeah, Funimation is a, a pretty well known website. It's legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, think... I mean, actually, oddly enough, we are coming toward. We're pretty close to our hour right now, so we should mm-hmm. probably start wrapping things oh, up. No. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, went by fast, like didn't it? So that's right. <laughs> yeah, we 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 kept talking. We kept talking. That, that's no problem. Um, but I mean, uh, we like to try to keep it within an hour or so, just to keep things just to keep things nice. Um, yeah, but I have plenty of time on my hands, so beware. What, keep an eye on the on the Facebook page. I'm gonna every time I find something steampunk, I'm just gonna post it. I'm gonna keep posting it. You know, it's like, hey, this is steampunk. This is steampunk. This is steampunk. You know, <laughs> so just keep an eye on that. You know. It's something I wanted to bring up because you're posting stuff on Facebook regularly. Uh, I just think it should be mentioned that sometimes you'll post things for sale, like a cool T-shirt or something. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. those aren't yeah, ours. Sometimes. We're not selling our stuff. No, no, they're not ours. We're not I just thought it was something cool. Yeah. Uh, just the just only, the only cool thing we're selling that's our that's like mine would be this right here. So that, and I'm not trying to hide that fact. For sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just if I find something cool, I'll post it. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't get anything from it. I'm just saying, hey, look, this is cool. I watch other people's shows, and they're often promoting their own their own merch because, of course, they are. No, you know, we don't. Uh, but we don't have any. So <laughs> no, the closest thing we'll have would be would be Steam Chess from Jack Steam here. Um, he has Steam Chess, and Which, he honestly, gets you know, do a, t- a, a, a T-shirt for this. I would. We could do that. We could make a T-shirt. Just uh, a logo. Yeah, well, I have. We have a logo. I mean, we definitely have a, a Texas Steampunk Connection if logo. You guys want a Texas Steam shirt? Uh, Texas Steampunk Connection T-shirt? We will look into making it. But you got to post in the comments telling us you want it. Definitely, I want one. I don't even have one. <laughs> the internet thing here. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll put a post saying I want a T-shirt. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm yeah, done. so once I'm again, we'll wrap it up. Thanks, yeah, that was good. Thanks for pointing that out, Facts. Yeah, I'm not trying to push any merchandise. It's just I thought it was cool. I'll post it. Say, hey, this is cool. You might like this. You know. Right. Go ahead. I, I, I feel like I should put it out there because I see everybody else selling their own merch. I'm like, we're just putting things out because they're cool. We're just dudes who find exactly. cool stuff and decide to share it. That's exactly. So thanks everybody. Yeah, I think um, it's really good to see all these comments. Uh, Rita, Nicole, Linavir, you guys are awesome. Thanks Although for tuning in. We lost one of them. <laughs> um, and for those comment. of you who are, who are watching later, please make comments uh, on read on YouTube or or uh, Facebook. We will respond. We love having conversations, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, 
We also have we we have a, an email address if you want to email us something longer. It's just Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com. So you know, just want to if you have a longer conversation you want to have with us, you can email us there too. Or if you want to be on the show, we could consider that too. Yes, yeah, definitely. If, if you have something you want to talk to us about, steampunk. <laughs> yes. You know, not necessarily. Don't try to. You know, we don't want. You know, none of that, hopefully, none not, of the, you know, hopefully not selling something. No. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we're 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 we'll be open to guests soon. As soon as um, we, you know, when we when I feel comfortable with it, um, because <laughs> I'm kind of in charge, but not really. <laughs> yeah, this whole live streaming is is very new to us. So thank you for bearing yes, with us. Yes, very much so. Yep. Um, I think that about wraps it up. Once again, I'm Flavio. That's okay. Dax. That's Jack. <laughs> and um, until next time, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. <laughs> All right. Talk. To, see you later, guys. I'm ending the broadcast now.